Welcome to Zichud Avsi Manmer Rabbi Avram Golda, and today Mazachas Nazar Daf Yud Beis, the second pair of Karini Nazar. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, Rav Yitzchak by Yosef said in the name of Yochanan, If one says to a shliach, "Go and be makadish a woman for me," without specifying anyone, he's forbidden in all women in the world as possible relatives of his unidentified wife, because we say It's presumed that a shliach performs the shlichos, and anyone may be his wife. Tosos explains that all women may marry other men and are not forbidden as possibly married women, because Midaraisa, we rely on Rov, the majority, that any given woman is from the majority who is permitted to him. His being prohibited to a woman is a Durban penalty for his having acted irresponsibly. Rishlagish challenged him from a Mishnah about bird kabanas, which flew away, and do not invalidate all birds in the world. Rabbi Yochanan answered that he only forbade women who do not move about, or at least return to the place, and are considered fixed midrabban, and thus cannot rely on the rule of the majority because so anything fixed is treated as a 50-50 chance. Point number two, Rabbi teaches that Rabbi Yochanan agrees that a woman with no living relatives is permitted to the man in the above case because she cannot have become forbidden to him through whichever woman he married. He adds that this is so even if she has a sister who was married when he appointed the shuliach and was subsequently divorced and eligible for marriage. The Gemara initially understands his reason to be that the man does not intend to commission his shuliach to be makadish someone ineligible at the time of the appointment. This assertion is disproven from our Mishnah, where one who declared to shave a Nazar can discharge his obligation with someone who became a Nazar after his declaration. Therefore, the Gemara explains Rabbi's reasoning, A person can only appoint a Shuliach for that which he himself can do presently. But for that which he cannot himself do presently, he cannot appoint the Shuliach, even if he becomes able after the appointment. And point number three, the next mission states, if one said, it's upon me to shave half a nazir. And his friend heard and said the same. Rabbi Meir says, This one must shave a complete nazir, and this one must shave a complete nazir. The Chami say, This one shaves half a nazir, and this one shaves half a nazir. Rabbi clarifies that if one said, half of the karbanas of a nazar are upon me, then all agree he is only obligated to provide a nazar with half of his karbanas. If he said, karbanas chatsi nazar alai, the karbanas of half a nazar are upon me, then all agree that he would have to fully provide a nazar's karbanas because there's no such thing as half a naziras. Their argument in the Mishnah's case where he first said, is upon me to shave, followed by half a nazar, is because Rebmer holds the first segment obligates him in fully providing a nazar's karbanas. And the second statement cannot undo that based on his position elsewhere, the toughest Lashon Rishon, give primacy to the first phrase. The Chavim say the second phrase clarifies the meaning of the first. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav Yitzhak by Yosef said in the name of Yochanan, If one says to a shaliach, Go and be Makadish a woman for me, without specifying anyone, He's forbidden in all women in the world as possible relatives of his unidentified wife because we say, It's presumed that a shaliach performs his and anyone may be his wife. Tosos explains that all women may marry other men and are not forbidden as possibly married women, because Midaraisa, we rely on Rov, the majority, that any given woman is from the majority who is permitted to him. His being prohibited to a woman is a Durban penalty for his having acted irresponsibly. Rishwagish challenged him from a Mishnah about bird kabanas, which flew away, and do not invalidate all birds in the world. Rabbi Yochanan answered that he only forbade women who do not move about, 
or at least return to the place and are considered fixed mid And thus cannot rely on the rule of the majority because so anything fixed is treated as a 50-50 chance. Point number two, Robert teaches that Ryokan agrees that a woman with no living relatives is permitted to the man in the above case because she cannot have become forbidden to him through whichever woman he married. He adds that this is so even if she has a sister who was married when he appointed the shuliach and was subsequently divorced and eligible for marriage. The Gemara initially understands his reason to be that the man does not intend to commission his shuliach to be makadish someone ineligible at the time of the appointment. This assertion is disproven from our Mishnah, where one who declared to shave a Nazar can discharge his obligation with someone who became a Nazar after his declaration. Therefore, the Gemara explains Rav's reasoning, A person can only appoint a Shuliach for that which he himself can do presently. But for that which he cannot himself do presently, he cannot appoint the Shuliach, even if he becomes able after the appointment. And point number three, the next mission states, if one said, it's upon me to shave half a nazir. And as Ben Hurden said the same, Rabbi Meir says, this one must shave a complete nazir, and this one must shave a complete nazir. The Chami say, this one shaves half a nazir, and this one shaves half a nazir. Rabbi clarifies that if one said, half of the karbanas of a nazar are upon me, then all agree he is only obligated to provide a nazar with half of his karbanas. If he said, karbanas chatsi nazar alai, the karbanas of half a nazar are upon me, then all agree that he would have to fully provide a nazar's karbanas because there's no such thing as half a naziras. Their argument in the Mishnah's case where he first said, is upon me to shave, followed by half a nazar, is because Rabbi Meir holds the first segment obligates him in fully providing a nazar's karbanas. And the second statement cannot undo that based on his position elsewhere, the toughest Lashon Rishon, give primacy to the first phrase. The Chavim say the second phrase clarifies the meaning of the first. All right, so now we go to some David base, and our standard simon is 12 brothers. 12 brothers, so here goes. The eldest of the 12 hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women because he sent a shaliach to be makadish of women without specifying anyone, made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives except for a divorced sister, who was married at the time he appointed the shaliach, and got annoyed with his two youngest hairy brothers who made a mess of the party playing, it's about me to shave, half another. Once again, it's emotion. The eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, twelve hairy brothers, that must be on duff, you'd base, twelve brothers. The eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women, because he sent the shaliach to be Makadish woman, without specifying anyone, which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yosef said in the name of Yochanan, If one says to a shaliach, go and be Makadish woman for me, without specifying anyone, He's forbidden to all the women in the world as possible relatives of his unidentified wife because we say, It's presumed that a shliach performs his shlichos and anyone may be his wife. So the eldest of that twelve hairy brothers who was forbidden to all women because he sent the shliach to be makadish of women without specifying anyone made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives except for a divorced sister who was married at the time. He appointed the shliach, which reminds us, Rabbi teaches Rabbi Yochanan agrees that a woman with no living relatives is permitted to the man in the above case because she cannot have become forbidden to him through whichever woman he married. He adds that this is so even if she has a sister who was married when he appointed the shliach and was sub 
subsequently divorced and eligible for marriage. The Gemara explains Rabbi's reasoning, A person can only appoint a shuyach for that which he himself can do presently, but for that which he cannot himself do presently, he cannot appoint a shuyach, even if he becomes able after the appointment. So, the eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women, because he sent a shuyach to be Makadish of women, without specifying anyone, made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives, except for a divorced sister who was married at the time he appointed the shuyach, and got annoyed with his two youngest hairy brothers, who made a mess of the party playing, it's upon me to shave. Half a nazir, which reminds us, the next mission states, Hari nazir. If one said it's upon me to shave half a nazir, Rabbi Meir says, nazir shalom. Nazir shalom. This one must shave a complete nazir, and this one must shave a complete nazir. The Chachamim says, nazir. This one shaves half a nazir, and this one shaves half a nazir. Rabbi Meir holds the first segment obligates them, employed providing a nazir's kabbanis, and the second segment cannot undo that based on his position elsewhere, the toughest Lush and Rishon. Give prime to the first phrase. The Chami say the second phrase clarifies the meaning of the first. So once again, the eldest of the twelve hairy brothers who was forbidden to all women because he sent the Shuliach to be Makash of women without specifying anyone made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives except for a divorced sister who was married at the time he appointed the Shuliach and got annoyed with his two youngest hairy brothers who made a mess of the party playing It's about me to shave. Half a nazar. Alright, so now it's time for Forbalabach Hazara. Dav Ches. So the simmer Dav Ches is a challah, and we often use a baker. So here goes. The baker who found a hair in his challah. Baker, challah. That must be more Dav Ches. Challah. The baker who found a hair in his challah on top of a box and proclaimed, I'm a nazar for a box full, which reminds us, one who says I'm a nazar for a house full or for a box full boat canoe. So we ask him about his intent. If he says, I vowed one large naziris, he's a nazar for 30 days, and his intent was to express the difficulty of the naziris. And if he said, I vowed naziris without specific intent, but meant for the words to be interpreted naturally, we see the box as if it's full of mustard seeds, and he is a nazar all his days. So the baker found a hair in his challah on top of a box and proclaimed, I am nazir for a box full. Learned that the box might have been filled with challah rolls or poppy seeds, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, instead of measuring a box full in terms of mustard seeds, let us be make and view it as it's filled with gourds or melons, which is a finite amount, and being countable would affect a single nazir for the number of days parallel to the box full of gourds. Chizki answered, our Mishnah reflects the view of Rabbi Shimon, who holds, Our person will bring himself to a circumstance whose status of doubt is more stringent than a certainty. So the baker found a hair in his chal on top of a box and proclaimed, I am nazir for a box full. Learned that the box might have been filled with chal rolls or poppy seeds, and realized that due to a stringent ruling regarding a safik, he may have just committed himself to a lifelong nazirus. Which reminds us, the Gemara explains that Rebbe Yudah holds like Rebbe, who said in a Mishnah about an Aziris, like the hair on my head, that he does not observe perpetually repeating terms. Rather, he observes a single Naziris term lasting his lifetime and may never cut his hair. Here, too, the mustard seed interpretation would engender a single lifelong Naziris. And since Naziris has definitely taken effect, Rebbe Yudah would agree to rule stringently. Dav Tess. So the simple Dav Tess is a teapot. So here goes. So once again, it's slow motion. The old lady with the long gray hair is sipping tea. Tea. That must be on Dov Tess. Teapot. The old lady with the long gray hair is sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she is a Nazira 
from dried figs, which reminds us, if one said, I'm a Nazar from dried figs or from breast figs, neither of which are forbidden by Nazirus, Beishamah say he becomes a Nazar, Beishamah say he does not. That's why Beishamah would consider this a vowed declaration of Nazirus, and explains that Beishamah holds like Rabbi Meir, who says, A person does not express his words for nothing, therefore, since his declaration at face value would be meaningless, we reinterpret it as a declaration to be a Nazar, followed by an attempt to retract by adding from figs. So the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a Nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley, which reminds us that more brings a mission from Menachas, which states, if one says, Hari alai mincha lahavi mina saorim, it's upon me to bring a mincha from barley, which must be brought from wheat, yavi mina chitim, he must bring one from wheat. Rabbi Shimon exempts him from bringing anything, so he's nadiv kederach hamisnadvim, because he did not donate in the way of donors. He holds that since the neder is meaningless as is, because one cannot vow to bring a mincha, a barley, it's invalid and not reinterpreted. The Gemara asks who the Tanakama is who obligates the vow in a normal mincha. Chizki initially explains that it's Beishamah who said that a declaration of Naziris from figs, which is equally meaningless, nevertheless renders him a Nazir. So the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a Nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley. And when she was informed of her mistake, said if she had known, she would have vowed to bring a mincha from wheat, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Chizki and says that the Tanakama can agree with Beis Hillel. The cases where the vow was said afterwards, If I would have known that one cannot vow like that, meaning bringing a mincha from barley, I would not have vowed like that way, rather like this, meaning from wheat, which is the correct netter. This plausible explanation is accepted, and his netter is thus valid. Daf Yud, so the simmer Daf Yud is a minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden, minion of Yidden, that must be on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidden, who did not know what to do with the very hairy and lazy cow, which kept saying, I am a Nazar if I stand up, which reminds us, the Nesmisha states, if one said, Amrapar Zoharini Nazira Imo Medesani, this cow says, I'm a Nazar if I stand up, or this door says, I'm a Nazar if I'm open, Beishami say he is a Nazar, and Beishil say he is not. Rabbi Baruchum explains that the mission is discussing a cow lying before him, and the person said to himself, this cow thinks it cannot get up. I'm a Nazar from its meat if it gets up on its own, meaning in this imaginary statement that the cow wishes it could get up, and that someone should become a Nazar from its meat if it succeeds, and it stood up on its own. So the minion of Yin who did not know what to do with a very hairy and lazy cow which kept saying, I'm a Nuzzer if I stand up, watches a man holding figs and meat walk right past the door that wouldn't open, which reminds us, the Gemara explains why the Mishnah need to teach multiple cases of the figs, meat, and door. So the minion of Yin who did not know what to do with a very hairy and lazy cow which kept saying, I'm a Nuzzer if I stand up, Watch as a man holding figs and meat walk right past a door that wouldn't open, and said about the cow, I'm a nuzzer if it does not stand up, and to his surprise, the cow suddenly stood up on its own, which reminds us, Rub objects to Rami Barakama's interpretation based on the language of the Mishnah, and finally explains it's a case where he said, I'm a nuzzer from its meat if it does not stand up, and it stood up on its own. Beishamah hold the man's intent is to stand it up with his hands, and he did not, so he's a nuzzer, since Beishamah additionally hold that a declaration of nazirus for meat is effective. Basil disagree and say that his intent was that it merely should stand up, which it did. Daf Yudolf, so the similar Daf Yudolf is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The drunk who thought he was seeing 11 hairy stars, 11 hairy stars, that must mean one Daf 
get off, stars. The drunk who thought he was seeing eleven hairy stars over his head and told his friends, who were pouring him another cup, I'm another from it, which reminds us that if a cup was offered to a drunk and he declared in his ears from it, his intent is assumed to be merely a netter from that cup. The man asks why he did not say so and explains that he thinks that if he'll make a netter from that cup, they'll apply him with others. So instead, he declares in his ears to stop them completely, although he only means a netter. So the drunk who thought he was seeing eleven hairy stars over his head and told his friends who were pouring him another cup, I am another from it, and then in slurred speech said, I'm another on condition. I drink wine, which reminds us. The next mission teaches, If one said, I'm another on condition that I may drink wine, or that I may become tummy from the dead, he is another and forbidden in all of them, and his condition is ineffective. If he said, I know that there is Nazirus, but I didn't know that a Nazir is forbidden in wine, he is forbidden in wine as an ordinary Nazir. But Rabbi permits him in wine and does not consider him a Nazir, because he holds in Dav Gimel Amabed, said all prohibitions must be accepted to affect Nazirus. So the drunk who thought he was seeing eleven hairy stars over his head, and told his friends who were pouring him another cup, I'm a Nazir from it, and then in slurred speech said, I'm a Nazir on condition, I drink wine... Got excited when he heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar, and it's also upon me to shave a Nazar. And he responded, and I, and upon me to shave a Nazar. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, If one said, Hareini Nazar, Nazar. I'm a Nazar, and it's also upon me to shave a Nazar, meaning to provide his components, which enable him to shave at the end of his term. And his friend heard and said, and I, and upon me to shave a Nazar. If they are smart, they shave each other, meaning they provide each other's kabbanas. And if not, they shave other nazirim. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff did we learn that we believe someone who said, if I would have known that one cannot vows minchim from barley, I would have vowed the correct way from wheat. That's on Duff. Test. Good. Number two, which stuff did we discuss? Why the Mishnah needed to have multiple cases of figs meat and the door at Beishamit's position is the same. That's on Duff. Yud. Good. Number three. Which stuff did you learn? If one said, I'm a Nazar, and it's also upon me to shave a Nazar, and his friend heard and said, and I, and upon me to shave a Nazar, if they are smart, they shave each other. That's on Duff. Yudalf. Good. Number four. Which stuff do you want? If one says to a shaliach, go and be mekash a woman for me, without specifying anyone, he's forbidden to all women in the world as possible relatives of his unidentified wife. That's on Duff. Yud Beis. Good number five. Which stuff we have a case where a cow won't get up and it's as if it's saying, I'm a nuzzer if I stand up. That's on Duff. Yud. Good number six. Which stuff they want? If one said, I'm a nuzzer on condition that I may drink wine or that I may become tummy from the dead, he's a nuzzer and forbidden in all of them, and his condition is ineffective. That's on Duff. Yudav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have a machlok? As if two people each say, it's upon me to shave half a nuzzer, whether they each have to shave a complete nuzzer. That's on Duff. Yudbeis. Good number eight. Which stuff? So whether one who says that they are a Nazar from dried figs becomes a Nazar or not, that's on Duff. Test. Good number nine. Which stuff do you learn? The man who told the Shuliach to go and be Makash a woman for him would be permitted to a woman with no relatives or even if she had a sister who was married at the time of his appointing a Shuliach. That's on Duff. Yud Beis. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do you learn? If one said, I'm a Nazar from here until the end of the world, he's a Nazar for 30 days. That's on Duff. 
Zion. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zikr wishing you a great day and great learning.